Right, and you spoke to the CEO. Tell us more. What did they say? <laughs> so there were two big things that uh, you know we wanted to understand from Canal Plus. Um, the first one is uh, you know um, a restriction or a limitation, um, you know that exists you know, in South Africa around the foreign ownership of media assets, right? Um, Multi-choice actually has it in their um, articles of incorporation. They actually have a rule that says that, uh, you know, um, control can't be... I need to get the exact wording, but basically uh, there's a limit in their in their article. And then also at the same time, there is uh, there is a similar... Um, restriction that exists on the side of um, the Electronic Communications Act, that's local legislation Mm. that basically says that, um, you know, there are limits to how uh, there are limits to how how much control um, foreign entities can have in media assets in South Africa, and mm. they limit uh, they limit voting power to twenty percent. Um, you know, so we actually asked uh, the CEO of uh, of Canal Plus to say, "Okay, guys, you guys have this limitation in place. What is your plan?" to make this happen and basically he said he wouldn't be drawn on what exactly uh, the the plan is but he said listen we've been investing in this company for about three years now we've spoken to experts and we think we found a solution you know to that uh, you know to that particular to that particular clause um, you know that that exists today um, so be, because at the end of the day Google remember what what is the use of having or owning a hundred percent of something that you can't control. Mm, mm. No, I understand yeah. what you mean, and I and I think it's, it's an intriguing point you make mention of here, especially in terms of the regulations uh, and and media. I guess it does make sense. You you do want to have a, a level of domestic influence that you can understand what's being communicated, direct the content, um, and of course, given that media in the past can be used to sway opinions and uh, public perceptions, you you do want to ensure that it can be regulated um, by domestic um, 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 regulators, essentially, to keep it in check. But I'm keen to understand. Multi choice is also a very different beast. It's not just a South African asset. It has far-reaching limbs right across the continent. So is this a term and a condition that also applies even in the uh, rest of Africa jurisdictions uh, for the business? Well, the reason why the South African legislation um, is so, so in focus is simply because our multi-choice is a company that's listed in South Africa. Mm. So whatever transaction would be done, you know, they would be buying up the head office essentially which sits here in Johannesburg and is subject to South African laws um, which is why that uh, you know that particular deal is in question obviously uh, Multitrace gives uh, Canal Plus a huge range to expand its reach on the continent because Multitrace is in basically 50 plus countries on the continent now mm. so you know that's the reason why we look at SA legislation I'm, I'm sure that there are other hurdles that they would that they might have to jump over in other countries but for now in terms of taking over the group um, part of the business you know those are some of the hurdles that are there 
100%. And as you say, Canal Plus is uh, slowly but surely increasing its uh, stake within uh, multi-choice. Started off at 6.5% in 2002 and uh, increased that to 31% and now is literally going for the humdinger. I compared this to a marriage, right? And I think that's what uh, confuses many of us as South Africans as we have witnessed certain deals of this nature take place in the past. Just think recently of Distel being bought out by Heineken and delisting from the stock exchange. Think of uh, Walmart coming in to buy MassMart, uh, still kept it listed and now completely delisting it from the stock exchange. So these kind of deals are large, complex, uh, have to go through regulatory hurdles, but I think also takes away the opportunity for us as retail investors to, to fully actively participate in the value that can be unlocked in these businesses. What are some of the analysts saying that you're speaking to uh, with regard to whether or not this might be a favorable deal? Well, uh, the analysts are looking at it from two big fronts. The first one is, uh, you know, simply to say that when you look at how uh, multi-choice share price performed, especially in 2023, Mm. you know, there was a huge destruction Mm -hmm. of value um, that happened there. I think they bottomed out um, in about November last year. They have been up, um, you know, quite a bit, especially on a day like today. But given that direction, there's a feeling that at least this is a cash deal and investors, you know, get to get get to you, you know, get to exit with some cash in their hands. So, you know, they're looking at it as a positive, you know, to say had had we had had we not had this deal action, you know, we would not have expected uh, multi-choice's share price to rise by the 25, 26 percent that it did today. Mm. Um, right. What is a bit um, slightly concerning is the fact that right now, if you were to price it at 105, it's only slightly higher than what it opened at on the JSC back in uh, March 2019. Um, You know, so yeah, there would be value, but you know, they wouldn't have gotten, you know, they wouldn't have been that much of a jump from when they initially listed. That's a point. Mm. Secondly, um, the analysts just think that it's it's a deal that makes sense because around the world, we are seeing a lot of consolidation happening, yes. you know, with the, the big media companies around the world. Think AT&T, NBC, Comcast, mm. uh, Disney. You know, all of these, um, you know, combinations that have happened recently, uh, Discovery, you know, Warner. Um, so it's it's a trend that's already, you know, taking place. And it seems that uh, a company like uh, Canal Plus is saying, OK, this is how we get our deal at the same time expanding into Africa, because they're also looking at it as a way to then also they also say they want to list on the JSE as well. Ah, I see. And maybe even opportunities to list in, in, in uh, markets abroad. Uh, I am quite keen as well just to understand, typically with a, a deal of this nature as well, the regulatory approvals, I'm thinking, you know, BE targets, transformation, labor protection. Um, did Canal Plus uh, share any kind of feedback or insight with you as to how they look to navigate these concerns? No, those those types of concerns, they did not uh, they did not share them. Uh, because, you know, for now, this is basically we've written a letter and we're hoping that the guys say yes on the other side. Um, the one <laughs> thing that they did say to us at the very least was to say, OK, fine, if we have our our combination, 
Um, they said that there's two big pieces when it comes to a pay TV business. Uh, that is your content and that is the technology. Mm. And, uh, you know, they're saying that their deep pockets could actually help multi-choice on both fronts. Um, especially when it comes to content, multi-choice has been uh, pushing very heavily on local content. Mm. And, you know, some of that could be actually accelerated. Uh, people will know a show called uh, Blood Sound um, that came out a few uh, a year or two ago. That was actually a a a, a joint venture that happened between Multi Choice and Canal Plus. So they have worked together on content before, and you know um, if they can invest in better content and you know make it global, that's one of the things that they are selling to say we can. You know, we can take this uh, continent, make it bigger, make it, mm. and give market choice even bigger scale. Oh, Mudiwa, sounds like we're building our own Bollywood, Nollywood, and taking it to the globe, right? Really sounds exciting. No, 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 it <laughs> I think my heart is just sad because when you reflect on these proudly South African uh, businesses, uh, they're actually just homegrown, right? And how they've evolved and, um, yeah, you know, them having to be sold off to, to international participants. Uh, it's a great opportunity, but leaves a bit of tip. Bitter taste in, in one's mouth. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too sentimental. <laughs> we'll find out. Mudiwa, thank no. Sh- Go ahead, share your thoughts. No, no, no. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Gugu. We'll see how things go. But, uh, you know, an international tie-up in one way or another, it was inevitable. A hundred percent, yeah. Especially given the scale of the business. You're quite right about that. Mudiwa, truly appreciate your time as always. Tatenda. And thank you so much for joining us on the show this evening, sir. You missed it live. Catch the broadcast on Kaya 959.co.za.